You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited about today's show. Throughout the month of February, we've been talking about, you know, mind spirit. Well, today we're going to talk about taking care of your body. Uh, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I'm author of Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals, and creator of the Dead Method for Goal Setting Simplified. You can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. So all about bringing people together. I also do consulting and I lead workshops to help people get the most value out of the events they attend. But enough about me. Let's talk about my wonderful guest today. I have Dr. Meg Hayworth, who we met a couple years ago, at the beginning of the pandemic, and I am just shocked. I don't think we've seen each other since the last time you were on my show, and that's just not okay. But Meg is a holistic nutritionist, <laughs> private chef, and all-around really good energy person. Um, also, my dear friend Vivica Von Rosen is here, and Viv, is, I love it. So Viv's a co-founder of Ingresso, but we're probably not even going to talk about this because we're talking about living the healthy bodies. Viv's got a really good, good program project, but we'll get more into that. Um, and also Gerard Williams, who is UJAM instructor extraordinaire, who I also haven't seen since like in real life before the pandemic, but you do dance parties every week and it always reminds me to dance. Because we always need to be dancing. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, right? absolutely. Doing the dance parties. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I feel like there's yeah. some music there. Um, I love for you all. Yeah, we can just do this for the hour. But so, well, as you know, so here, I'll flip back in a second. Every Monday, I bring together three friends to dive into the topic of the week. And then on Thursday, it magically becomes an episode of the Dev Show podcast. So whether you're watching live or the replay or listening to us, well, if you're listening, imagine that we are dancing. We're glad you're here and choosing your goals and today, choosing your health goals. Uh, so friends, please introduce yourselves. Let's start with you, Meg, or Dr. Meg. Oh, or wow, I'm, I'm in a big picture. <laughs> you are indeed. Great to see you. <laughs> Um, I am Dr. Meg Hayworth, and I'm a transpersonal psychologist. That's what my doctorate's in, and I'm a holistic nutritional chef. Mm -hmm. And I help people heal from chronic illness, um, people who've had histories of abuse and um, and trauma, to release the emotional energy from the body, um, and to support the body to heal itself uh, with real food. And we love food. <laughs> and food always ends up coming into the conversation 
yeah. sometimes sooner than others. And I think we have a new record for talking about food, but I'm really glad you're here. I love the different things that you do, and I'm thrilled to have you as part of today's conversation. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I just yeah. want to look at Meg for the next hour now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great what you're doing. Uh, I'm Vivica Von Rosen. I'm the Chief Visibility Officer with Engresso. Um, but when I'm not doing that, I, I really am on uh, focused on health, especially as I get a little older. I just had a big birthday and um, realizing that, you know, I am now past middle age unless I live to be 110. So if I am going to be vibrant and alive and healthy and energetic, it really is about taking care of your body. And it and at my age, like that needs to be the first thing before anything. And I know a lot of people think that might be selfish, but it isn't. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of anybody else. So um, that's my little personal journey right now. Uh, I love that. And I think it's been said before, but it needs to be repeated again. Self-care is not selfish. Right. It is making sure you do not need aftercare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my dad was and we'll get into the the whole story, but my dad um, passed away in 2022 but he was 96 years old and really for 95 and a half years, he lived an amazing life. And he was still, you know, at 90 years old, he was still hang gliding at 94. He was still kayaking and mind you, we got him a trike, but he was still in his bicycle and it's such an important mindset. So, um, and you know, having, seeing the fast decline uh, and when, when one loses interest in life, how quick it can be, it just is so much about the mind as well, which I, I'm sure Dr. Med will talk about more. So, <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here and I, I know you offer a wonderful perspective on this. So thanks for joining. Sure. Gerard. Wow. Hello. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to this, so you have to forgive me on this. So you you are you fantastic. are doing fantastic. Oh, thank you. Um, my name is Gerard Williams. I am a cardio dance fitness workout instructor. I teach um, five classes a week. Wow. Um, yeah, that's a lot right now. That's a lot. <laughs> I teach five classes a week, um, but there are three different formats. So I teach uh, Zumba. UJAM Fitness, which is one of my uh, favorite formats to teach, and um, Cardio Dance Party, which is one that I created during the pandemic. Yeah. And um, also my day job is I'm a legal assistant slash paralegal. So I like have this big yin to the yang. And so <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I have to have the heady job in order for me to like, you know, deal with the fun side of my life right mm-hmm. there. And um Definitely on the subject of taking care of your body, it is one of the most important things for me right now at this point, because like, you know, during this time, especially when um, when we were shut in during the pandemic, mm-hmm. it was, it's so important to like, you know, just keep your um, not, not only just your body going, but your mind and everything, because like, you know, as you're sitting around, you're, you're doing nothing hardly in this pandemic. So like I had to like start. So I actually yeah. actually started going virtual learn how to do virtual so that way I could like, you know, try to reach some of the people that I had um, wasn't able to like, you know, try to like get, get in touch with over the pandemic. So it's important to like, you know, keep moving and everything. (laughs) It is in dancing. I think I have in my bio, I like 
uh, cooking for productivity, dancing for exercise, and talking for fun. So <laughs> definitely part of, of my bio because it'll lift your spirit. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. what you're doing. Stop and dance. Yes. And your day just gets like infinitely better. Yes. Infinitely. Infinitely indeed, because like I, I always tell my um, participants when they come to my class and everything that like, you know, whatever you got going on in your life, stress, bad boyfriend, work, school, whatever, <laughs> uh, leaving it all out on the dance floor. It's the hour that you have to like, you know, get it all out and get right with the world and then come back with a fresher perspective. The yeah, problem yeah. is still there, but at least like, you know, you've gotten you've gotten that one hour to get that release out and yeah, yeah. and then you're happy again. <laughs> Well, you say you're the newbie to this group, and this is true, but you're catching on. <laughs> I am new at this. I don't hardly speak as much these days on mm. on uh, social platforms. So this is well, kind of cool. You say well, you're the newbie. To that was weird. Feedback. That's okay. Uh, so, so this is my. Before we dive into, you know, what led you to being so a health conscious. Um, Gerard, aren't just as many people doing virtual as they were in the last couple of years, or is it wavered off a little bit? Well, right now, I think it's kind of equal, if I, if I do say so myself on this one, because um, I, I noticed um, when, because, like, you know, I worked for 24-Hour Fitness. I'll go ahead and say that for, like, mm -hmm. one of the um, things. So I worked for 24-Hour Fitness, and we decided during the during that time that we were going to do a virtual platform. Mm -hmm. And um, the cool part about this actual virtual platform that we started doing was like, you know, we had a lot of people that joined. And to this day, I still have that good amount of people that are there because there are still some people that just don't have the time to like, you know, go out and like rush to get to a gym to go to an hour class. Yeah. So like now people who like, you know, how the trajectory has changed over the fact that like we're now working from home and everything. Uh, that when you add that element in there, it actually puts the person to make time to like, you know, go ahead and say, oh, I, I can like go ahead and work up until like, you know, maybe 555 and I can go catch my favorite dance team. Yeah. That that actually works. Or I can actually like, you know, put food on the table and say, OK, y'all go ahead and do this. I'm going to go dance and cut a rug right quick. So, <laughs> and, uh, so but yeah, I think that like during this time. It, it yeah like the whole the whole situation right now um the virtual platform is just as good and like even when i went back to the dance studios we're hybrid so we mm -hmm. actually offer um virtual classes as well as in-person classes and we film it at the same time while we're doing a class that's so cool that's a mm -hmm. it's, it's been a great thing it's been a great thing so far that came out of the pandemic so we know your favorite workout is dancing uh-huh uh, what about you, Meg? Wh what is your favorite way to let loose? Do you cut rugs or do you? <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> uh, I love to walk and hike. Mm -hmm. uh, I love Pilates. Um, now, because, and, and I think this is an important thing to note because we're talking about the body today, but because um, I've had over a dozen illnesses, including fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. chronic fatigue syndrome, um, mixed connective tissue disease. I've had all kinds mm -hmm. of IBS, all kinds of issues in my life. And I was struck by lightning, oh, so, literally. And I have scoliosis. So I have like 
this whole list of physical yeah. issues. So I have to meter out my energy. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are dealing with all kinds of illness mm-hmm. and issues. And so I think it's important. You have to find the thing that's right for you and the mix that's right. So um, I found I can't do Pilates three times a week. It would, I, it would put me into, it put me out of the, the game, but I could do it like once a week and then I'll walk. And then, you know, it's, so it's like, um, so that's kind of how that goes for me. I also do love to dance. Um, so, but I just don't have that kind of physical energy that I'm going to be, you know, well, doing heavy physical and en- uh, workouts and stuff every day. Well, it's the balance as you were saying, but also I think finding something that you're going to enjoy that you're going to mm-hmm. do, which is why dancing works for me because you know, how can you not want to move around when you're hearing? Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the kitchen and I've got music on always <laughs> and I'll dance around and have fun with that. So, <laughs> well, fun yeah. is key. And Viv, you know, I'm going to ask you this question next. Yeah. So what, what other than things like hang gliding, which I know you <laughs> also do. I haven't done that in a while, but yeah. Um, same as Dr. Meg. I mean, I, I, we live in Colorado. We've got great hiking just around the corner. So I do a lot of walking, a lot of hiking. Um, and also the house in Costa Rica. I do a lot of walking, a lot of hiking on the beach. We started swimming only cause we hit a pool. So I mean, why not? Um, so I've started swimming a little bit when I'm there, not when I'm here. It's too cold here. Um, <laughs> and I love are, wait, are, are we supposed to feel bad for you? I know you're supposed to feel really bad for me. Poor me. <laughs> uh, but I also love dancing, and I I I belong to um, it's called Wild Embodiment Dance. Mm. Every Sunday when I'm when I'm here, I try to do it, and then Wednesdays when I don't have clients, but. I love it because it it ticks off a lot of the boxes. It ticks off the creativity box, the exercise box. I call it the peopling box. Unlike most people, I loved COVID and staying at home. Um, and, right, I was just like, I had I was at a conference last week or the week the before introverts. last, and I had to drive back and forth because it was like a live in person conference, and I had to drive back and forth, and I'm like, oh my god, uh, like wasting 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back. Not that I wasted. I listened to podcasts. So much effort. All all that commuting, all that efforting just to see people in real life. But I'm kind of kidding. Slightly kidding. Traffic is just as bad. I feel you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. But yeah, I love the, I I love the dancing. I just think it's, it's just great. And it does. It's it like brings it is. It just works on the mind, body, and the spirit all at once, you know. Yeah. So, Gerard, I feel like I didn't exactly ask you this question. So, other than dance, are there other forms of exercise that you like, or are you just all in, all dance, dance party channel all the time? No, I also um, I just recently in the pandemic during this time, um, I got certified in uh, I got certified in a format called Commit which also incorporates hit training in there too. So, oh, cool. um, so I, I, I do that on the regular so I can at least try to like build, build my endurance a little bit because, um, like dancing, I mean, you can only do so much cardio during that time because like, you know, I, I always say for class doctor recommended dose of cardio, but like also, um, you have to like also do weights and everything too as well. And, um, but do you, 
But yeah, I do. I, 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 I know have you do, especially as you get older. I yeah, you kind okay, of. Okay, okay. I, I have a feeling, Viv, you're having an issue with this age thing. <laughs> well, I just hear I'm supposed to be doing more weights, and it's supposed to be really good for my bones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I hear the same thing. And I I think there's so many ways that we do weights that we don't give credit to, you know, like picking my dog as a chef. Yeah. Picking your dog up, lifting your groceries, you know, moving things around the kitchen. It's, it's a very physical job. And I think that's something that, again, we don't give a lot of credit to the ways that we're lifting and stretching and flexing all day long. And especially if we're active. Yeah, yeah especially also, I live in a building where we have no elevator, and so I'm on the third floor. So oh, nice. lifting my entire body up three flights of stairs. Oh yeah, so that could be like a good way of doing things. Yeah. Okay, now I'm feeling yeah. like I should use my standing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Oh, I wish that's I had what one that of those. was. <laughs> and when I do laundry, I always call it laundry exercise. Yes, because downstairs around the corner back and forth and the fluff and fold part but really it's just the sphere master <laughs> to get your clothes clean but i think the part that that i'm latching onto it's like in our daily lives we're always as long as we're moving we're moving right but part of that is being cognizant of the different things yeah. So, and Meg, you kind of alluded to this before, but we need to dive back a little bit into this. Um, where did your health journey begin or at what point did you become so cognizant of the need to be healthy? Yeah, I was sick for most of my life, but I, uh, all through my twenties, I was in and out of doctor's offices. It just got worse and worse during that time frame, And, um, and um, I, I'm about your age, Viv. <laughs> I think we're like the same one. Um, but uh, just from things you've said. <laughs> so the 110 number. Um, so at any rate, um, yeah. So I, by the time I was in my 20s, by the end of my 20s, was when I became very aware of uh, food as medicine. of Because I had all these food allergies, didn't know it gluten, dairy. This was almost 30 years ago when people yeah. didn't know anything about, they didn't even know what gluten was. Right. Um, and now it's like gluten-free everywhere, you know? Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, that I dive into, into, into the work that I do. But um, so, yeah, so uh, that's when that began. I became basically obsessed with holistic healing, with healing with food, with, um, uh, uh, mindset, mind, body, medicine, spirituality, just the whole gamut, um, Eastern religions and philosophy. And so I just started studying everything I could and I eventually ended up with a doctorate. <laughs> so at least so yours was somewhat useful. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, <laughs> some people would, would uh, argue with that. Would argue that. Transpersonal psychology, that's not a real thing, you know? Like, well, it's really helped a lot of people. A so, lot of people, yeah. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. So at any rate, yeah, so it's it's been, and then it continues. And I think this is important for people to understand that it's, it's a continuing journey. Mm-hmm. You don't stop refining your diet. Definitely. You don't stop refining your exercise routines, right? 
You know, your body's changing, your hormones Mm -hmm. are changing, your muscle, muscular system is changing, everything changes all the time. And so you have to keep readjusting. I think that's important. So Viv, I know she's got the PhD and all those words I can't pronounce. And you have the PhD (laughs) in LinkedIn. Um, But you also are upset, not upset, is obsessed like a bad word. You're very passionate about, that's the better word. You're very passionate about healthy. Where did that start? You know, uh, on the positive side of things, um, my dad's always been very healthy. Like he, oh my God, he would read something that was good for you. And he would just make a super salad and start adding shit stuff. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Right. So like lettuce is good for you. Okay, cool. We'll put in lettuce and kale is good for you. Okay. Kale's good too. Um, olive oil is good for you. All right, let's put some olive oil on there. Eggs are good for you. I'll just throw a raw egg on there. Um, Oh, you know, sardines are really good for you. Let's throw some sardines on there. Apples are good for you. We'll chop up some apples too. I am not even kidding. I am not even <laughs> kidding. And then he'd stick it in the microwave. So oh. I am not, no one wanted us to visit. But um, you know, so he has always been so fo- and he's been he was a runner his whole life. And and then when he couldn't run anymore, he was a biker. So that was a that was a very positive influence. Um, although no one could, the only, I finally caught up to him when I moved to Colorado, he was 86 and living at, at sea level. So when he came up to my house in Colorado, I finally managed at 86 years old, he was to out hike him. Like he was just, I'm not kidding. He was incredible. My mom, on the other hand, had a lot of body dysmorphia, which thanks mom. She passed on to me from her grandmother generational. Yay. Yay. Um, and so, <laughs> Dr. Meg, I know you, <laughs> you get this all the time. So, I mean, she had me on Metrical when I was like 12, which probably did no good for my, my metabolism. And so I had a lot of body stuff and body issues and I ate my feelings and all the things, um, probably up until about, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. Uh, I just, I was like, I was tired. I was overweight. I wasn't happy. Um, and it just, it was exhausting. Um, so, and I, you know, with my mom, with my mom passing away, it, it, it almost like was a, a catalyst for, okay. Now it's, it's almost like she tried to make me be healthy for so long that now that she's not here and she was wonderful. And I, I mean, she's a wonderful, wonderful woman. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we, we had generational eating shit going on. So I don't even remember what the question was. Oh what were we talking about? What were we talking about? So yeah, I think that got me started. And then, um, and COVID was actually great for me because I wasn't, I used to travel a lot and speak a lot. Um, and so a lot of weight would come on when I traveled. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm in Boston. I must have a, you know, I must having everything. I must have a lobster roll and everything that, you know, I'm in Fiji. I must have a, you know, so I ate all the things when I was traveling. And so with COVID, obviously the travel got cut way down and I wasn't commuting. And suddenly I had like an hour extra, two hours extra every day. And I could focus on my eating. So I did whole 30 and even though I think he's an asshole, um, I did 75 hard. And I think that really just kind of kick-started because it 
it allowed me to physically get healthier, but also um, there is something to that, that mental mind power that you get when you do complete a program like that. Even though he's kind of aggro and I don't like him. <laughs> but you take the part that works for you and that's yeah. okay. You know, it doesn't yeah, exactly. matter how. Oh, and I drink lots of water. <laughs> well, cheers. You were about, um, cheers. Mine's in a pretty mug, but it actually is water. <laughs> and so was it Vital 64, the other thing? 64 Vital, yeah. So I was so close. I won a point. For- you were very close. I was good. So, yeah, I basically took Andy's 75 hard. Um, what I didn't like about, and, and it works for some people. It, it really does. And that, that kind of attitude works for some people. Um, and I do appreciate that it's all about mental toughness. That's, that's what I was trying, That's the phrase I was looking for about five minutes ago. Um, but what I didn't like is it could literally put people in danger because he was very much like, you got to go out and do it. I don't care if there's a hurricane and a tornado and it's, minus 28, you got to go out and get your hours worth of exercise, you know? And I'm like, well, you know, if it's minus 28 and someone might die, go ahead and skip that day or, you know, yeah. do the exercise inside it. It's, you're still doing it. Um, don't use it as an excuse. So, and then as women being caretakers and me going through caretaking my father at that point, you know, there were days when I did not get two hours of exercise in because I was in the emergency room again. And so I, mm-hmm. I didn't want women to feel like they were going. I saw on the job, not the job boards. I saw on the socials, a lot of people saying, you know, I'm so bummed. I'm 70 days in, but you know, my kid got hit by a car and I couldn't get my second. Mm-hmm. No lie. I couldn't get my second exercise in. And I guess I'm a big fat failure, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. oh my Aww. God, come on now that ain't. Uh, and then all the people would go, yeah, yeah, you fail, you know? And I'm just like, oh my God, people like, let's, oh my gosh. I know it, it's a very, it's not a good advertisement movie. for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, this is like the opposite of Deb and setting yourself up for success. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some people need that. Um, yeah. but I'm not, I mean, but I, I, so anyway, long story short, I created 64 vital, which is a couple days less Um, And it allows for things like family emergencies. And if you can't do both, you know, if you can't get both sessions of exercise in outside, it's okay to do them both inside. You know, like, let's just be, let's have mental toughness, but let's be kind with ourselves too. Yeah. Because I mean, the thing that keeps coming to me as you're talking about this too, is just listening to your body. Yes. So many people are not because they're listening to someone outside of them saying, if you do this, then you'll get this. And it, yeah, yeah. Results aren't the same for everyone. Well, and what was Mm -hmm. ironic about that is yes, I lost a lot of weight and, um, and then my dad got sick and then he passed away. And then I went and did and ate for three days. I mean, three days, no, I ate for three months and I gained it all back because it wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a realistic way to live. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with all these programs are out there, you kind of have to give yourself a little bit of grace in there. Yeah. Grace, yeah. Because okay. if you don't give yourself any kind of grace, um, you're not gonna you're not gonna like really get the results that you need and the encouragement that's yeah. out there. And so, 
Yeah, that that program doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. It works for people, but it's not. I don't think it's the best for everybody. Yeah, okay. it, it reminds me of those programs that are like, "Give me your, all your money." I know I'm expensive, but if you give me your money, then you will make money. And I'm like, if you really respect you? yourself, you would give me this twenty thousand or five hundred thousand, and then you would, yeah, I, that that's all that. Yeah, that that's I what that as crap. you were describing it, um, I was thinking of, because yeah. you know we're in the social space, so yeah. we get all the time bombarded between emails and social yeah. advertisements saying yeah. invest in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will give me all this money. Yeah. And I just, it's, that's never okay. If you believe in yourself, explore and find the yeah. thing that works for you and yeah. do more of what works and less of what doesn't. Why yeah. do we sidetrack Gerard? <laughs> what led you to become a fitness instructor? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and those are ads I get. Like I did an article on a woman who started teaching Zumba at 69 and now I get it become a Zumba instructor ads, which I don't mind, but it's not going to happen. It's amazing what happens. Yeah. Well, you're listening. (laughs) Always. Yeah. Well, um, I got into the fitness industry. It was kind of interesting for what happened for me because I long story short is like I had a health scare in my mid thirties. Mm-hmm. And um, like my doctor at the end of the whole thing, he sat there, he said, okay, you could say and lose a little weight. You could say and like, you know, get like things going on in your life. And I'm like, all right, I gotcha. He was very brutally honest. Um, <laughs> one day, like, you know, as I was getting, as I was driving back, uh, trying to get drive back, cause my doctor's way on the East side and I live in the center of uh, center of LA. Um, my car breaks down in this in this small place of, at Water Village, and it's in Glendale. And um, and so AAA apparently during this time, AAA just said that like you're okay. The, at the height of the time, it's gonna be 45 minutes till we get to you. And I was like, okay, well, all right, I'll wait around here. So like I walked around and I saw these people in this dance studio just getting their lives like dancing, and I was like going wow, that looked amazing. And so like yeah. I walked in, I said, what class is this? And then they said, oh yeah, this is Zumba. And Zumba at the time was mm-hmm. very cutting edge. Like it just was like maybe a good year or two old. Yeah. And um, th- there was two people that were teaching the class and they were so dynamic. And um, long story short, uh, I became, an, I became a um, volunteer there. I started taking classes there. The teacher was late one time and I actually subbed for the teacher one time because I knew the routines really well. And he left a spare iPod. Then um, the teacher and, and the owner told me, like, you know, you they loved you. Can we give you a class? And I'm like, going, I'm not even certified. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and, and then I um, so I talked to friends and everything. And like one of my dearest friends from this day, like said, because I, I always got a certification in just about like the three big exercises that were out there. I just never taught. And so she was like, wait a minute, let me get this straight. You got all these certifications and you are not teaching. I went, no. And she was like, put your ass out there and teach. <laughs> Push me out the nest and everything. Cause I took her classes and everything. And long story short, I taught the class and then and, and I mean, like, and then I've been teaching ever since, and I've been teaching right now for more, a little more than 10 years. That's great. 
And we met because Jennifer Ballard, who Viv also knows from from SME land, social media examiner land. um, When I moved, I said, I see this guy is also teaching you jam. She's like, oh, he was one of my instructors when I got certified. You have to take his classes. So, (laughs) So thank you, Jennifer. That is how we met. And I was remembering because it was, I think it was February before the pandemic, something happened with the studio. Yes. Um, The studio had a, like they had a party, like a wild party and the kids, you know, (laughs) Uh kind of like. They destroyed the studio. They they just messed up that whole So $20,000 like damage on that floor. Cause it was just a big, there was a big dip. We couldn't like even do classes at all in this spot. Cause it's dangerous. Right. So I, because I was trying to remember, cause I knew it was, and then the pandemic happened and no one was dancing anywhere, but you were having your dance parties. And I will admit I was much better at attending at the beginning of it, I mean, I, I do my two minute dance breaks, but honestly, it's really not a sustainable long term exercise program. <laughs> it's better than nothing, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I have to get back because there is value in routine, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. what is, and you were talking about this before, Meg, you know, you have to do what works for you with your body, not necessarily the same thing, but um, what is, ideal in terms of routine and far as eating well. I mean, we all should be eating well all the time and we all should exercise all the time. We're not going to. So what is the ideal? I mean, yeah, we're getting our workout at how many minutes? Do that for? <laughs> That's right. Well, See, feel- right there. She's already done for there the day. Well, I think there, there could be a happy medium under all that I think because like you know um I, I I mean I like I worked the day job that I was just sitting there the entire time like I actually mm-hmm. barely got up and now since like I'm back in the office like maybe two days a week because I'm hybrid right now um I make it a point for me um to like get up an hour like you know I'll work an hour get up and walk around for an hour or like, you know, walk around the, to make a lap or two just to like, you know, keep myself, keep my mind going and keep my, yeah. and keep my body moving. Cause yeah, that's a, that's a, that, that's a helpful way of like doing things. And especially in, even when I was at home during the pandemic, divorced myself away from the computer for like about 30 minutes, or, uh, like, like for like a few minutes or so. So you can like get back to get back to work and everything else. Cause I think that's helpful. I think so. So the answer is get up early and work out, or the answer is figure out whether you get, are you supposed to work out at night? I know this is completely sidetracked. I think you, I, I think you can work out whenever is necessary for you at this point. I mean, some people's bodies work differently. Some people's minds work differently on that. I mean, I have like, I teach a cardio dance party class at eight thirty virtually on Wednesday nights. And I have somebody from New York City who takes my wow. class, and that's three hours. Oh, oh wow! Eleven thirty. Wow. And so she's like, "Yes, <laughs> I sit here and I cut a rug." I, I, I she's, I wait, for, and I mean, like, not only is it because, like, you know, she says it's a fun class, it's something of a routine for her that that helps her out, and and like she says, it kind of tires me out, so I can go to sleep. Yeah. It does the opposite mm-hmm. for people. But like, you right. know, it tires her out. So know your body. Yeah. 
yeah, know your body in this whole instance. And so I'm going to pose it more to a question because I still have to write the recap for this. Uh, how, <laughs> what is your um, best recommendation for finding that healthy living balance? You can think about it. Let's go to Dr. Mike next. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was like, I was about ready to talk anyway. So <laughs> I'm going to go back to the thing I said before, which I think is one of the most important things is to listen to your body and mm -hmm. every single way we get so di disconnected from our bodies for many, many reasons. But a lot of it is we are so busy. We're running, running, running yeah. all the time. We're not listening. We're not listening to basic things like I'm thirsty. Yeah. I need to go to the bathroom you know, and so really listening to your body, even, you know, I've had some people who I, I'm not into, but you like you set your clock for like two hours and you do two hours of work, or I think 90 minutes is what they're saying. Like, don't go over 90. And then maybe that's a good time to just like, okay, what do I need right now? Oh, I'm hungry. I need to go eat. So those are like some simple, basic ways of listening to your body. Um, also, like if you're, if you're feeling um, stiff, and you, you need to stretch, you need to just move, you mm -hmm. need to get up, maybe go for a walk. And um, there's so much power in switching up the thing that you're doing and doing something else. And then you have the energy and you have the, your mind is more clear, like going out for a walk and then coming back, your mind is more clear to get back into the work. So yeah. that's, I think one of the benefits of the pandemic and of people being able to stay at home and work from home is that, you know, you can get more sleep. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to spend, you know, so much time getting ready every morning, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> you, you, you don't even have to put pants on. We learned very early on in the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> but do be careful Just, when you walk away. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait a minute, whoops. <laughs> the bed to the desk is like, Two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I commute two seconds. But anyway, so I, yeah, that's going to be my thing is listen, listen to your body. You Excellent. Need. And we're going to talk about food in a minute, but not yet. Let, let's let's keep on that exercise train. Um, Viv, what about you? How do you find this healthy living balance? Yeah, well, I am turning into my mother, it turns out. So she was a morning person, which I totally did not understand when I was in my teens, like morning people were of the devil. Um, and yet <laughs> what I have discovered is I am in fact a morning person, not a super early morning person, but I'm usually, you know, awake by six and then I'm journaling by, you know, six 30 ish. And so I find I need to, I need to get my mind activated before I get my body activated. Um, but the other thing I've learned is, you know, listen to your body, do what you can when you can. I was so with 75 hard, I was so regimented about like, I am going for a 65 minute walk. And then later on, I will do a 65 minute, you know, weightlifting or yoga or whatever. And now I just like, oh, I've got 30 minutes. Great. I'll jump on the bike. Oh, I've got 25 minutes. Cool. I'll take the dog to the bottom of the hill and back up, you know? And so I, I get it where I can. Um, and then when we're in Costa Rica, it's, you know, the, the birds and the monkeys get you up at 5.30 a.m. no matter when, all year round. And then it gets hot. So it's, I, I think my body also shifted a little bit for the time we spent there to, to get up at 5.30 in the morning and, and do something active. 
So now I'm a morning person. It, and your point being, you know, sometimes your your mind needs to wake up before your body does. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. Um, I mean, I and do, some people are great, you know, doing their exercise before their mind works up because it's like they're halfway through it and, let, and before they wake up and they're like, cool, I got half a workout in on before I woke up. Uh, but I would drop the weights on my feet if I did that. So I, I keep having getting these requests, you know, for like 10 a.m. Eastern time, you know, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. You know, I'd be happy to talk to you. I typically like to be awake before I start talking, but let's see what but we hey, can do. Let's give it a try. Let's right. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, so, Gerard, what about you? What is your recommendation for finding that healthy living balance? Well, um, I say that basically you should, I mean, on the topic of just like also in listening to your body and everything, you definitely have to find certain things that you are, that you love more. I mean, like, you know, certain things that give you a drive and passion. I mean, you might like, you might have something that's going on right now, like a day job that you're not like, you know, that's not that you're not passionate about or something like that, but um, that that healthy balance for you is to like always have something that you love that, that, that fuels your soul, that mm-hmm. feeds your spirit yeah. definitely will be something that is, is that definitely something that you have to have that will have that healthy balance in your life right there. Um, and I mean, whether it's like, you know, spending quality time with a friend or mm-hmm. if you like, you know, uh, um, like, you know, just curling up and relaxing with a good movie and, being by yourself, whatever it is that is that that's that's fueling you at that moment, definitely like you know, uh, yeah, that that's that's got to be passionate. And especially, and when I get up in early in the morning, my on the subject of like doing things, I read somewhere a long time ago you could that like there was a person that told me that you should actually stretch while you're in bed. Like oh. activate muscles, activate your activate it, it, everything in your body. Like do like do any kind of like you know yeah. yoga posing or anything like that in the bed or something like that. That, that actually um, yes. it, it activates your body and it gets your mind going and working and drinking like water in the morning. I, I feel like that's a bonus goal, and we're not even at goals yet. <laughs> and the thing about feeding your spirit, that's a big part of why I do what I do. I believe everybody deserves to be happy in some, if not all yeah. of their life. If you can't change, you know, the big thing about your life, find something that you're passionate about that's going to keep you healthy and excited and motivated yeah. and then let that leak over. So I am, I'm, where are my gold stars? I completely I endorse this entire conversation, but it's, really, it, it's important because when you feel good, the rest of your life is better. Yeah. And it's just logic. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's food. So, and we'll start with Dr. Meg again. What food recommendations, what are the ones that, that keep you healthy and motivated? And we know lots of water. That's going to say lots of water. But what else can we put into our body that makes us feel good? Ah, Well, you know what I'm going to say. Listen to your body. (laughs) There we go again. (laughs) Seriously, because food will tell you what works for you and what doesn't. And that's another thing we won't listen to because we're like, but I like that. But I like ice cream. (laughs) 
make ice cream, you know, and the ice cream could literally be making you so sick that yeah. you've got a disease um, or you've got some sort of symptom or a persistent symptom that a lot of us will just like push away until it becomes a chronic illness. And then, Ooh, it's not fun. So food really, it's the baseline for everything that you do. If you start thinking of it that way, what you put in your mouth is so important and enjoying what you're putting in your mouth mm-hmm. is important too. Um, there are make foods really good. And I think one of the first things to really think about is food quality. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, you know, I'm going to say vegetables, mainly vegetables. I do in- endorse using meats. Um, I know not everybody does. And there's a lot, we haven't really talked about mine so much, but what you believe, think, feel and believe has a lot to do with um, what you feel like is okay. Like if, if you're, if you want to be a vegan and you are passionate about being a vegan and somebody tells you, you have to eat meat, well, to save your life, that's one thing, but if you're doing fine and you don't need it necessarily, yeah. then, you know, you, you may not need it. So again, that's listening to your body and your beliefs and how your beliefs really add to your food. So, but food quality is what I was mm-hmm. driving at. And, and that means I do definitely endorse organic because there are so many food chemicals. There's chemicals oh that we have to endure every single, just more than 80 to hundred thousand chemicals that we have to endure. And these are in everything, everything from like your mattress to your, the cleaning products that you're spraying around your house. There's the stuff you're putting on your body that goes into your bloodstream, mm-hmm. the makeup that we're using, the hair dyes, the, yeah. um, and then the foods have herbicides, pesticides, fungicides. The more you lower your toxic burden by understanding what's in your food and how to avoid that as much as possible, the better off you'll be. Okay. A healthy food, healthy person. (laughs) Healthy life. Healthy life. You were going to add something, Viv? Yeah. I just, you know, it's really interesting I was kind of, well, okay. My husband is very much of the, oh, this whole organic thing is, is bullshit. Um, but I, but I've done my reading and and I don't think it is, but what was interesting was when we went to, and, and we watch very carefully what we eat here in, in the U S when we went to Costa Rica, I was kind of, I didn't have my scale with me and the fruits there are so yummy. I was eating way more fruit than I usually do. Obviously the veggies, obviously the fresh you know, the fresh meat, the fresh fish, um, and desserts. I was eating desserts and once in a while having a drink. Um, and I didn't gain any weight, even though if I had been eating that exact same menu in the U S I would have gained 10 pounds probably, if not more just from inflammation. So it is toxins. Oh, so many toxins. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I do, you know, I've got an all natural product for my hair, for my skincare. I use Thrive Cosmetics. I mean, because every little tiny bit helps. Yeah. Yeah. So any other, any food thoughts you want to add in, Viv I, and Gerard? Not that I do this all the time, but when we go out to eat, and I don't remember who it was who told me this, but he said, I remember it was a he And he said, look at the menu, look at everything that looks delicious to you. So, you know, that looks delicious, that looks delicious, that looks delicious. And then from those five, 10, whatever it is, things, then choose what looks healthy. So that way you go from, you know, 
a hundred things on the menu down to 10 things that look delicious down to three things that look healthy and delicious and then choose one. And I, and I, I don't do it all the time because sometimes just delicious wins out. Um, but every time I don't do it, I regret it. And every time I do do it, I'm like, this salad is delicious. And um, just a funny story. We, we were at uh, the Broadmoor for a birthday kind of celebration and we went to the golden bee and they have like all this cheese <laughs> that you can eat for free. Um, free cheese, free cheese, people free cheese. So I ate at least two or three tubs by myself with crackers, which I never eat crackers. Um, my husband was buying drinks. So I had three drinks. I never have more than two just cause I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And then we got like, I was going to get the salad, but no, I got the shepherd's pie. And then we had dessert because it was a birthday celebration. Oh my God. My body was so sick that night. It was just like, get it out, get it out. Because after a while, you hurt me. You hurt me. Be gone. Wherever you need to leave from, be gone. And it did. It was gross. And so I won't do that again. You know? Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gerard, yes, do you have any? Oh, that. <laughs> that was the only transition I could think of. So, Gerard. <laughs> well, um, I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't even start thinking about eating healthy a lot until I was in my mid 30s. Because, um, you know, I'm from the South. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, You're the where fried apples are considered I'm a vegetable. I'm telling you, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, if it's, if, if it's not deep fried, it's not good. That's what I was <laughs> Macaroni <laughs> pie is a vegetable. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so um, when I came out to California, um, and of course, like, you know, when I had to decide to change all my health, Health eating habits. And yeah, um, make, Dr. May, correct. Organic is like been the way to go for a lot of things because there is so much going on in there. Um, and I mean, I love, I, I love, like, you know, I try my best to, like, you know, not deprive myself so much of a lot of things, like, you know, eat things in moderation, I should oh, say, moderation. just in moderation. I mean, like, yeah, I might want to one piece of fried chicken or something like that in, in my goal, but like, and put it in my like diet somewhere, but I try my best ever to deprive myself of anything. Uh, I, I do tend to eat. I, I would like to say I eat healthy. I love salads. I love to like, you know, I love smoothies and I love uh, like doing, and I love all things that all things that are organic recently. And of course, grass, grass fed <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> one piece of fried chicken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. So. One. How, Just do you, one. how do you do or, that? How do you do that? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's tough, but like, you know, if you've got goals and if you've got like a balance in your life and especially like, as much as I exercise and everything, you like I would, like <laughs> one of my dear dear friends who's also an exercise enthusiast. He says he, she says, "Man, I eat uh, I exercise so I can eat. That's what I want to do." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so, so but yeah, yeah, like you know, um, but on on a serious tip though, like I do love. I mean, like eating healthy these days is like so so necessary and everything mm-hmm. because like you know. 
we're, we're looking at like high blood pressure, hypertension. We're looking at all these other different types of like, you know, things that just comes up in our lives right there. And, and it does like affect not only our body, it also affects like, you know, our mind, it affects like, you know, we're sluggish. Um, just to just putting things in your body that are just like, you know, going to keep you moving and keep you like, you know, that, that uh, digestible and everything. So like, yeah, you got like, you know, so, so much. And, and, and it just basically helps you live your, live your life a little bit, a bit longer. So, yeah. So we have and not Pam. only long. Oh, sorry. Oh, we have Pam just chimed in. I cook four nights oh. a week. Otherwise, I feel like my pores are oozing salt and grease from takeout. No lie. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I cook your body much will, every day. Yeah. And I do. I went on a health kick. I think fall of 2019, and I think, thank goodness, or else I would have starved for three years. <laughs> but I'd much rather cook. I like to yeah. see what's in and. It's a little boring. I think I probably could get a little bit more inventive, but my goodness, mushroom burgers, they're delicious and they don't taste that healthy, but you know that they are. They're like the best food. <laughs> That's the best, right? Right? Yeah. My yeah. air fryer and me, we're like best. Well, my air fryer, oh, I don't want my Instagram to be jealous, but <laughs> <laughs> right? When you cook at home and you make the things that make you feel good, and then you could eat as much as you want because it's healthy. Yeah, well, in, we, in moderation. We, in moderation. <laughs> listen to your body. <laughs> really? I get the sense that we should listen to our body. I, I, I have a fun in moderation story that isn't even mine. Um, and this was years ago. My mom and I were in a store, and I forgot we were talking to the people and about like those little bags of chocolate, the little bags of Snickers. And my mom said, I could eat just one. And the woman looked at her like she was like, what? You could <laughs> eat one little candy bar? And started bowing down to her. Um, I think giving yourself the treats and enjoying all that there is of them, like the one piece of fried chicken, it will keep you from not regretting not being able to eat everything. I'm talking quadruple <laughs> negatives. You're the experts. What do you think? I'm not so good at moderation um, and I have eaten too much healthy food before. So, and what I have discovered is that you have to get healthy first before your body will speak honestly to you because you've abused it. So I abused mine for about 45 years. So it was not going to tell me anything, right? It was just going to tell me it was hungry all the time. And mm -hmm. so it took eating cleanly and following an eating plan and measuring and doing all of that stuff. And then my body mostly tells me <laughs> what it wants. Sometimes it tells me too late what's too much. Um, but, but I, you know, it's for those of us who have had eating disorders, mm -hmm. like moderation is, I'm joking about it, but my, like, you put a, one brownie, I'm eating them all. So don't put any brownies no. in front of me. I, this whole moderation right. thing, my husband's like, oh yeah, just be moderate. I'm like two middle fingers to you. <laughs> yeah. I can't anyway, eat ice cream okay. yeah. for that reason. No. Oh, oh, and no, I can't drink no. soda. I mean, yep. I drink Furnace Jidrell because it's medicinal, but <laughs> I cannot keep soda because no. No. years ago when I worked at a startup, they kept the fridge stocked. 
and it was really easy to drink too much soda. So for me, that's the, I can't, well, I can, apparently, like I said, Verner's is medicinal. Any other soda, I drink one, I drink 20. So I drink none. Yeah. No, same. And I just killed the conversation. And you can drink too much shampoo, by the way. From Pam, before we jump into a healthy living goals, which is um, the four ingredient rule, anything with more than four ingredients is in a dish I make. That's awesome. That's a really good, I like that. And anything process that has more than four ingredients in it, you should probably shouldn't eat it. Depends especially on what you, the ingredients are too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you can't even <laughs> pronounce the ingredient. If, if yeah. you can't pronounce the ingredients, you probably shouldn't eat you them. Probably shouldn't eat it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, Dr. Mag, any final thoughts on food before we go into goals? <laughs> There's so many things to say about food. Um, and I, it's, your health is your wealth. It is the mm-hmm. most important thing you'll do. And food is the basis for yeah. all of that. And so the more you can learn about what healthy eating really is, because if market, if marketing food marketing companies are telling you what to eat, they're cooking for you. You're not getting, you're not getting real food. You're not getting a great diet. No. So um, take cooking classes, just learn as much as you can to try to support your body because it knows how to heal itself. If you give it the right things for you. Yeah. And also I like to add, maybe like trying to see a nutritionist as well, because Mm -hmm. like that sort of kind of like helps as helps as well too, because they can (laughs) like determine, um, especially like, you know, you can like tell them what you've been eating that like, you know, like helped you to like come across or maybe help you into your like diet and goals and everything else like that. Cause I know, I saw one that helped me out a tremendous amount of deal on, on yeah. things mm-hmm. that I used to eat and what I wanted to eat yeah. and what I shouldn't eat per se. Yeah. Are yeah. And I'm guessing Dr. Meg does, does uh, virtual calls with people. I do. I do. Are, I do help people with, absolutely. Especially people who have illness or persistent symptoms because yeah. your persistent symptom, like if you have headaches or skin rashes or coughs or whatever, just keep going. And you're just like, whatever, or sore knees, it doesn't matter what it is. It will spill over into chronic illness at some point. Yep. So nip it in the bud, yep. you know, take mm-hmm. care of it. And if you're listening, tuning in, watching, you value your health. So just take it a step further and do more to be healthy so let's give some goals for healthy living. How's that sound? All right. Yay. Um, Viv, do you have a healthy living goal that you would like to gift? Um, <laughs> sure. The one time I don't have much to say. You know, I, I think it's really just a matter of creating a goal that's achievable, but is also a little bit of a push. Um, For me, that was getting up earlier in the morning. Um, And and as much as I've belittled, not belittled, but as much as I was not a huge fan of the 75 hard, I think having and achieving that goal of the two workouts a day and sticking to an eating plan and drinking all the water and doing all of those good things, having that really did make a, a mental shift. I just feel like there's a better way of doing that. So um, set set goals for yourself that are achievable, but also that stretch you. And I feel like not everybody who's watching this needs to like 
start from scratch. They just want to be, be more, be better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe it's you're working out two days a week. You need to try a third to add a third yeah. in, mm-hmm. or maybe you're doing two minute dance workouts and you need yeah. to actually do workouts. <laughs> I wonder if that could be weights in or do yoga or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, your body is telling you, like, I know I should be doing more yoga. My body is telling me that. Mm-hmm. So I should I, just do it. Years ago, somebody, they were trying to find a new form of exercise. And so every month she was trying a different exercise yeah. until she hit on one she liked. So another way idea. to explore. I love, yeah. don't ask me who it was, but <laughs> That's the a example, cool idea though, right? the mm-hmm. example is perfect. Mm-hmm. It, and I yeah. use that, you know, when I teach, if you want to find a hobby, try a different hobby a month, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you want to explore something new or like put them on a hat and pick one out one at a time. Right. But exactly. these are your goals, not mine. God, <laughs> what goal would you like to give to our audience? Um, yes, definitely. Uh, like, like in, in terms of like listening to the body and everything, um, definitely like just um, for exercise purposes, do something that is that's different. That, that's different for you, that keeps you, that keeps your mind sharp. We can always fall into a routine every single time yeah. on the same exercise and on the same, like, you know, same thing over and over again. It's just like, you know, beat is, what is that? I, I have no idea what it was called, where, how you do, do the same thing. You expect the, like the same results. Forgot yeah, insanity, called. doing insanity. the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yes. Different yes. results. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so tricking yourself into doing something different every single time, like throwing walking in, maybe, um, maybe like, you know, throwing weights where your cardio is, wherever the one that you're doing the most intense on, uh, uh, like, you know, scale back on it and just do, uh, uh, do a little bit more of what you're, uh, uh, what you actually need to do. And also for, um, not only just your body, but uh, I mean, I also not only for just that, because like, when you're like also taking care of your body, such as like, for me, I love to go to do a good massage when, after I've like, you know, worked out intensely for like a good couple of weeks or something like that. Like, you know, taking yourself to a spa or like, you know, doing all of these things that are, that are like, you know, good and natural for you. That's, that's cause like the whole encompassing as not only is for your body, it's your mind, body and spirit. So yoga, good for your, good for your spirit mind is like you know just sitting there reading a book uh mm-hmm. body just like a body just going out and walking around in the neighborhood those things i give that to your audience right now mm-hmm. i love that i do too and it's i talk a lot about mind body spirit and very little about body in and of itself which is why i feel like I, i'm being a little bit stringent no we're just being physically healthy but being mentally healthy and treating yourself does help with that physical health for sure. Exactly. Mental health is real out there. It, it is. is. Um, so Dr. Meg, what is your goal? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm like, where do I start with this? Um, okay. So I think something that's important is that a lot of people think that they need to make grand sweeping changes overnight with every single thing. And then they get so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and then they don't do it because they'll get into, they'll literally get into freeze mode. And so I think introducing something new and something different into your body to see, Hey, does this thing, 
is this helping me? Does it, do I feel supported by this? And I honestly think I said this in one of the other talks that I did with you, but it's something I do talk about a lot. You can just introduce one thing like a greens powder, like an organic, a really good greens powder um, could be something to to get more greens into your, your body. Cause it's not, it's the minerals and the vitamins that are all going to be more supportive and helpful. And they might give you a little bit more energy so that you'll just feel a little bit better today. Um, and then listen to your body. <laughs> What's yeah. it saying? What's the feedback that you're getting from that thing? Um, and know that you can do make changes in your diet, in your, um, your holistic health, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, energetic. Um, you can make them incrementally. So you don't have to overwhelm yourself. And what is your favorite green powder? <laughs> Fresh greens. Um, it's P-H-R-E-S-H greens. Perfect. I am yeah. texting my husband right now. <laughs> He's looking for a green powder. So I recommend them. Well, great. Opportunity. You never know what you're going to learn. Exactly. AKA the dub show. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Before we wrap, will you please tell people where they can find uh, find you, learn more about you? Meg? Uh, you can go to meghayworth.com, just right up there. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing how that happened. Um, and then <laughs> I have some free gifts, gifts up there, including um, recipe book, a free ebook, and I do free consultations with people as well. Excellent. And Vivica, where could people learn more about you? Throw it up on the screen because I can't remember what I told you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Go to our website, pengrosso.com. You will not read anything there about health, fitness, but you can find me there. And when I put up the recaps, I will have these links, but also the links to everybody's LinkedIn. So if you're tuning in, reach out to one of us, reach out to all of us with a note saying that this is where we met. And Gerard, where can people learn more about you? Um, I have my own website at GerardWilliams.com. Um, I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. I got my uh, class schedule up right now. So if you are in the Southern California area, um, come to drop in a class with me. I teach at three different studios. I also teach online. So like, you know, I, I'm also, uh, I also have my two online links that go directly to my uh, class. I teach in my living room. On, on on for 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 virtual and everything, so then you can find me you can find me there dancing up a storm. <laughs> Excellent, and you can go to thedevmethod.com slash blog for the recap to this and all of my previous shows. And if you want to learn more about me, just go to thedevmethod.com and follow me. I am at the Dev Method everywhere and live every Monday at four p.m. Pacific. If you want to jump in to the conversation, or you can also subscribe to The Dev Show on your favorite podcast platform. What a wonderful, fun, inspiring panel. I love this conversation. And I'm I'm paraphrasing Pam, who said, fun and informative panel. You don't expect health to be this fun. Well, you do if you're hanging out with me and my people. Um, Thank you guys so much. Before we wrap, I would love for you to leave everybody with a final thought. And Meg, it has to be not listen to your body. We need a new one. (laughs) I'll let you think for a second. Gerard, what is your final thought? My final thought for everyone is to 
practice kindness. Mm. Be be like just be kind to your fellow neighbor because you never know who's what, who's a person what what's a person going through right now. So just be kind, um, spread love, give love, be love, be be your authentic self because authenticity is the way to go. I love that, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna edit it. Practice kindness to yourself mm-hmm. as well as practice kindness to others because I think people forget that as well. But that's isn't that what this panel is all about? Is being good to yourself, fueling yourself, so you can live a healthy, happier life. Yes. Amen. Viv, what final thought would you like to share? I was going to say, you know, be kind to yourself first, but because um, that's what I started with. But really, you know, I think it's important to realize it's not just about longevity, but quality. And, you know, it's all well and good to live to be 101. But if you don't have your mind, you don't have your body, you don't have any energy, you don't have a life, then you don't have a life. So, you know, take care of no matter where you are, whether you're 20 or, you know, older. Older. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, and it's never too late to start taking care of yourself. That's true. Absolutely. Hey, Jennifer. Um, I'm going to say something along those lines. It's um, my mom was like my biggest inspiration. Uh, She was a scientist. Um, She passed away just four months ago. So, but there's a way that I've always ended my talks, um, especially when I talk about food and health, because that's mainly what I talk about. So, um, and it's something my mom would always say right before we hung up the phone and it's take good care of my baby. So I want you to take good care of your mama's baby because you're really, there's only one you. Amen. Amen to that. That's so true. Now I'm going to call That's all I have. I know it. <laughs> She's always I'm with calling me. my mother right now after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Call her while you can. Tell her hello for us. <laughs> yeah. The Southern woman that loves to like sit and talk. So it's all good. Oh, great. <laughs> I, love I love it. Uh, and thank you for sharing that. That was really, well, this whole thing has been wonderful. But what a lovely sentiment to and this wonderful conversation. Thank you again, uh, Maggie Hayworth, Vivica Von Rosen, Gerard Williams for joining me for this wonderful and important conversation about taking care of your mama's baby. Uh, Be well if you're tuning in, if you're listening. Thank you for choosing yourself and your health goals. We believe in you. So whatever your health journey, go for it because we know you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Deb Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.